0: The risks of buying or selling, sorry, the risks of buying before you sell, (laughs) stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. In this crazy market, there's some good times to do it and some bad times to do it.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 462. We are on the road this morning in Gold Coast for a real estate conference, but we will always bring you the show. And this morning, we're going to be talking about the risks of selling before buying especially in this market and mm. some things to watch out for in particular the market we're in now just for a reference when people are watching this many years in the future it is a booming market where this past 12 months we've had in some suburbs 30 to 40 percent growth and even in the last couple of months so that's big growth per month and the, that's it's always a strong question, should I buy before I sell or vice versa? And Mark, in a very stable market where there's not much movement, like you, a typical year, you may only have 5% growth in the year. So if you're looking at half a percent per month, which is really only a, a, a 5 on or, say, a $2 million purchase, it's only a $10,000 swing. But at the moment, we're seeing swings of half a million dollars so that can really it, it can be massive because if you sell let's say you're looking to upsize and you sell your home for two million and then it takes you three months to buy and now the home you sold is worth 2.5 and the upsize is worth three million and you can't afford it you're you're in a very very bad place um where so let's talk about that, Mark, and that's where we're steering it to because some people are getting caught out.
0: Yeah, look, it's um, I, I there's not many times in in uh, in our career where we would say um, you know, the opposite to um, to definitely buy first. Um, most of the times, it always we're always saying, look, just say, you know what's in your pocket, what sort of change that you've got. Um, yeah, you know. Take time, sell and sell for the highest, highest possible price and take time and buy for the lowest, lowest possible price. But the trick here is to take time. That's where the magic is. That's what we've been, uh, you know, myself, my whole career, I've been telling people, but probably for the first time, um, it's been such an explosive market that re-evaluated that and said, you know what, it's probably... You're probably going to screw yourself and leave a hell of a lot of money on the table um, if, if if you don't do that. So you know, when when we looked at that that property market, the rate of growth we were having in such a short time in, in our property market, the first quarter of this year, um, I think you just would have been so so wise at that time. What do you reckon now, though? Do you reckon the the markets just still as aggressive as it was that first quarter? We should still be making that decision to um, to buy first or sell first.
1: It's definitely not as ag- as aggressive but some some properties still have that in them so in the first quarter of this year nearly every property that went for auction was going half a million dollars above the reserve where the market conditions are still there to do that on properties but it may be only doing it on half the properties so because our our old advice would be yes yeah, sell Sell first. Know what you've got in your pocket, so you can negotiate cashed up with a seller, and you're in the you're in a great position. You can do short settlements. Um, I would still definitely recommend buy because the property you may like may go bananas at auction. Like the foundation is still there. Is it doing it for every auction? No. Um, are we getting this? Are we getting 50 people through the first open home? No, we're getting 30. But you're still getting a lot of people, so I think it would be um, a better idea to buy and then sell, go through it that way.
0: But traditionally, I've always t- talked about, when I've always spoken to buyers, I've always said, you're actually you're much more of a bit of a smart ass or, or relaxed or when you really of- don't care, about about selling, you're not sort of on the edge of your chair and you're much cooler at in a negotiation. Um, and it's a bit like that when buying, when you're sort of like, you know what, put out, buy this, that's cool. Um, something else will come up and you, you just take your time. There, there is a beauty in taking time to do your sell, not being rushed, not having a six-week a six settlement to meet or a 16-week settlement to meet. There's a beauty in that. Um, but... I just don't think you can afford that beauty, um, given given the, how fast that property market's moving. Because you could just leave so much money on the table. Um, so you're almost double dipping because what you're buying is going up and what you're selling is going up within that very short period.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you can, so I think the key things would be to buy first, but try and get a longer settlement for that because you may only have the ten percent deposit, but you do need to be sold and settled. Um, to finance that purchase but keep in mind the selling market for to get a great price it's still like a week on the market four weeks on the market so not many properties are lasting much longer than that time period so even if you had to buy on a six-week settlement you should what I would do I would have your property ready to go to market photos everything ready contract in you may even have um you may even have an eight your agent well you had your agent picked he may even be shown by through at the time but i would buy then the same day you go live online i think people and you could still quite comfortably make a, a six-week settlement settlement or you buy an eight-week settlement and you sell on a six weeks or four-week settlement but i think the key thing is Have your photos done, have the videography done, have your agent selection done. You don't wanna buy a property and then spend three weeks um, picking your agent or doing final touches around your house. That's gotta be ready to go. Yeah, and
0: also I think a scary thing for um, buyers out there is that you don't know what your place is worth. Um, So you may have your finance organized, you may not have sold, Um, and you're like, you know what, I just don't know whether I'm a 700 or a 770, and that makes all the difference in my purchasing. Um, I call that um, price discovery process, and an agent won't mind running that price discovery process for you. So a price discovery process is agent talking, bringing through real buyers um, from their database, um, making real offers on your property, um, real time. Now, the agent will do that, instead of doing an auction, getting into a full-on auction campaign because they know they're going to be, you know, selling the property, whether it's going to be for you now or whether it's going to be during your auction, they're cool with it. So, some um, again, uh, um, traditionally we're starting to call that now that pre-market period, but I don't mind running price discovery for a client that wants to sell um, if they if even if they're not ready to sign on the dotted line, bring it to a real buyer's because sometimes that buyer just makes that super super compelling offer and then it goes screw it, I'm just going to sell it and I'll buy later anyway because it's just such a huge offer. But do you remember that magic I mentioned before about not needing to sell? It you know, you got that magic happening because you're like, ah, nah, whatever.
1: And I think you made a really good point there that your property get the opinion of the agent as well because sometimes you may think let's say uh you've got an unrenovated home you may think it sells for 1.5 it sells for 2 million and you were looking at properties for three and if that if you knew you're getting two and a half you could have bought a property for three and a half four so you by doing this you do miss out on that potential a bit but i come back to the reason why you're buying first is because what's worse buying still upgrading a property but not getting you could have gone a little bit more but having extra cash in your pocket or selling your property first for 1.5 it doesn't go the extra half a million and the upside and the and you take too long to buy and you can't even buy what you just sold i think that scenario is far worse than you then having extra cash left over for it because then you could go buy an investment property so I still think um, it should be considered, but you're right. We've always said sell first. So um, it may not seem like a big shift, this conversation, but, but it is. So I think if you, if you are in that position, and if you're another agent as well, you may need to fine-tune some of your advice for your clients as well because I couldn't imagine anything worse And a client asks you, should I sell first or buy? You say sell because you want the sale, they, and you know the client may not be a quick acting client. Like they may need to see 10 properties before they buy. Three months pass and they can't even buy what they sold. It would be heartbreaking.
0: And you know what else, um, guys? You've got to think out there, everyone out there, you've got to think about this. we, uh, I just sold an acreage um, in our area and <clears throat> the, the person came from a, water, a, a waterfront, beachfront position two very very rare items i think if you put yourself in someone like that shoes the odds of them finding an acreage property that they're gonna like may take six months or may take nine months like it may just not come on for a very very long time and you're sold now the stakes are high here because if that pro it, i think that property ended up selling for eight and a half million nine million dollars so in a moving market where it can move 10 percent over a six-month period or 15 percent over a six-month period they could have left one and a half million dollars on the table so i think they did the right thing buying an acreage when it came up because they are bloody rare and they asked for a 20-week settlement or a 16 16 week settlement and then they knew they had four weeks to sell their property in an auction scenario and 10 or 12 weeks left to settle. So they actually, um, you, you know, they actually organised, I think they may have organised a reducible settlement where you can ask the owner to settle earlier because they're ready to settle earlier. But that is an ideal situation because it's just so bloody rare. And, and that that feeling of that scaredness of of, uh, have, of not having anywhere to live, um, being out of your home, they, they didn't do that and also just pricing as well.
1: Not only do you lose the growth on your, let's say you sold and it took you six months or nine months to find a property, you lost nine months growth, but you also rented for nine months because you've sold and you haven't bought. So I think especially if you're buying a property that you know is unique, then yeah, definitely more so in any market, wait till you find it, then buy and then you sell. But if you're doing a traditional four bedroom home into a five bedroom and there's, Quite a lot, um, quite a lot of turnover. Then it can be a little bit different.
0: But, uh, now, I just want to say to g- G'day to Tate Brownley this morning. Apparently, the legends of real estate. Thank you, Legend. Um, Luke Marini reckons we look relaxed.
1: Yeah, we
0: are. It's good because <laughs> it, our morning didn't start with electric shock.
1: Yeah,
0: it's exactly. Normal, and, and and it only started about fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. um 20 minutes ago when we got up but um the yeah look normally we're in queensland at the moment guys and a couple of you may know i luke's on route um i think tate's on route biggest real estate conference in australia um and lisa novak says so many people have been buying first they're worried they won't find anything to buy guys it's a true motion buying you know and, and it's probably one of the only times ever i've recommended to buy first um but don't get you don't be selling on your selling price. So that price discovery process, I think, you know, give it to your agent even before you want to actually formally sell. Let them bring through some real buyers, let them bring through some real offers, see if that's enough to compel you to do a deal, or if that's enough just to educate you on if you okay, great. Now I know that's the price. Let's go out and buy. Perfect.
1: All righty. Thank you, everyone.
0: Have a great day. We'll uh, send you some live stuff tomorrow, Sunday and, and Monday on the biggest real estate conference in Australia. It's back. Yeah, we missed out last year. Cheers. Yeah. See ya. I'm the ring.